Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Hezekiah was the 15th king of Judah. He was among the godliest kings to ever sit on the throne in Jerusalem. The Bible says of Hezekiah, He trusted in the Lord God of Israel. He claved to the Lord and departed not from following him, but kept his commandments, which the Lord commanded Moses. When Hezekiah died at the age of 54, his son Manasseh became the next king. Manasseh reigned longer than his dad had lived, 55 years. And while Hezekiah had been one of the godliest kings to ever reign in Judah, the Bible's very clear in stating that Manasseh was the wickedest king to ever reign in Judah. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, after the abominations of the heathen. He wrought much wickedness in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. It says, Manasseh seduced Judah to do more evil than did the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the children of Israel. When Manasseh died at age 67, his 22-year-old son Ammon carried on his wicked ways. The Bible says Ammon walked in all the way that his father walked in and served the idols that his father served and worshipped them. And he forsook the Lord God of his fathers and walked not in the way of the Lord. After Ammon had reigned in Judah for just two years, his servants conspired against him and assassinated him in his own house when he was just 24 years old. So the man in line to take the throne next was only eight years old, a boy named Josiah. Josiah hadn't lived long enough to learn the wicked, godless ways of his father and his grandfather. Josiah had a heart for the Lord. When King Josiah had reigned for 18 years, he decided that he wanted to repair the temple in Jerusalem. He told his scribe, Shaphan, to go down to the temple and work with Hilkiah the high priest to take the money in the treasury and hire a team of skilled workers to do a complete renovation of God's house. Hilkiah happily went to work carrying out the king's order, and soon the project was underway. Solomon's temple was over 300 years old, and it had endured a great deal of use and abuse over those years. For those who loved the Lord, it was a wonderful sight to see the house of the Lord getting the attention it deserved. One day during the renovation, a worker was doing a repair in a long-neglected part of the temple. When he saw something in the corner that looked like it might be valuable, it appeared to possibly be something important. He didn't want to damage it, so he stopped his work and went over to move it. He picked it up and carried it to where it would be safe. But as he was putting it down, he had the nagging feeling that he shouldn't leave it lying there. So he carried it outside, and he found Hilkiah. Sir, I found this while I was working, and I thought you might want to see it. Hilkiah took what appeared to be an important scroll from the hands of the worker. He carried it over to a table and carefully opened it. His eyes grew wider and wider as he began to wonder, is this really what I think it is? He had heard it quoted all his life. People had referred to it as a long-lost relic. Hilkiah quickly went to see Shaphan the scribe. And as Shaphan was asking how things were going in the temple, he noticed that Hilkiah's face was white as a sheet. He said, What's wrong, Hilkiah? Take a look at this, Shaphan. 
the workers had discovered a copy of the Law of Moses. Chafin read the book for himself. He knew instantly that it was reading words more magnificent than he had ever heard. Chafin took the book to King Josiah. When he walked in, Josiah said, Chafin, I'm glad you're here. Give me an update on the temple project. Chafin said, King Josiah, the men are working diligently to get the house of the Lord back in order. Everything is going well. And in the process of their efforts, they discovered this copy of the Law of Moses. Very solemnly, the king said, Read it to me, please. As the king listened to Shaphan read those sacred words, he was overcome with the realization of how far his people had drifted from the principles of their God. The traditions and philosophies passed down to him from his father Ammon and his grandfather Manasseh were completely contrary to the words of Jehovah. Josiah was so overwhelmed with grief that he grabbed his own royal robes and tore them apart in despair. He instructed Shaphan and his men to take the book to the prophets. Go ye, inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book to do according to all that which is written concerning us. The men took the book to a prophetess named Huldah, and she confirmed that, yes, the nation was in desperate trouble for how they had forsaken the Lord and rebelled against his word. This caused Josiah to lead the nation of Judah in as thorough a campaign of repentance and spiritual renewal as the nation had ever known. And the Bible gives this summary of Josiah's 31-year reign. And like unto him was there no king before him that turned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, neither after him arose there any like him. Christian, God always rewards those who obey his word with their whole heart. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay the